So these are my top tips to building a strong community around a brand. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where we talk about how to get the best out of yourself and how to build a life that you can't wait to get out of bed and live each day. This podcast is my attempt at documenting my journey, sharing my insights and what I've learned from being the private mindset and mental performance coach to some of the country's top athletes, rich listers, entrepreneurs, and running events for tens of thousands of people on how to better themselves and those around them. This is for those driven to achieve more in life, but are often underestimated by those around them. This podcast is my attempt at helping you prove your doubters wrong. Please enjoy. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Massive shout out to everybody who has been getting involved in our Dominate Online program It's absolutely awesome to have so many people jumping in. We had one of our calls earlier this week, one of our coaching calls. It was absolutely awesome to see so many people who want to move forward in life, who want to get ahead, who are jumping in and getting their feet wet, especially in the Mojo community as well. It's just really cool. You know, so many of you had great questions. You know, I was able to go in depth into some of the things that have worked for me and some of the clients as well that I've worked with. It was just really, really cool to have so many people from the community in one place who all want to grow. If you haven't checked out Dominate yet, go to michaelmojo.com, check it out. It's a brand new program that I have launched, which is a monthly subscription. So it's low price point. It gets everyone's feet wet. You get tons and tons of value from it, especially if you want to grow and just be better in life in general. So anyway, let's get into this. I'm going to talk about how to build a strong community around a brand. Now, this was a question that was asked recently on one of my Instagram posts. So normally every week I do Q&A on my Instagram. I can only do a quick little video on there, but I thought I'd dive a little bit more in depth into it on here. The question was, how do I build a strong community around my brand? Now, this comes from a community member who's been in the community for a long, long time as well, Jason. So if you're listening, mate, thanks for the question. It was absolutely awesome. Let's first get into building a brand. So in order to build a community, you have to build the brand first. Now you can build a community without a brand, but then the community will be the brand. So the way that I have worked on building the Mojo brand and Mojo human performance brand, previously it was the Mojo master brand. What I always wanted to do was I wanted to build a community of people who wanted to grow and wanted to learn. Now, over the years, that has clarified itself more to people that are more driven to want to grow, want to learn, want to better themselves, and want to achieve at a higher level. This is part of the reason why I built our Thrive Time event. It's part of the reason why I created our Business Growth Odyssey Mastermind for business owners. It's also the reason why now I do a lot of personal health coaching, a lot of personal mindset coaching, a lot of personal business coaching. There'll be some other coaching that I'll start to open up as well, but these are my areas of expertise and the things that I'm very well versed in. The way that it really came about was I wanted to build that community, but I knew that our brand had to stand for something and it had to stand against something. Anytime you build a good brand, you really need to know what the brand stands for. Now, if a brand stands for something, it has to stand against something else. Part of the problem with most brands these days is that most people are fucking weak. And so most brands are really weak and that's why they don't get traction. Older brands are a little bit different, just different age, different era. But When we look at it, in order to stand for something, you have to stand against something else. So for instance, if you stand for individuality, then you also don't really stand for fitting in. If you stand for fitting in, then you don't really stand for individuality. Those two things are counter opposing ideas or thoughts to each other. Now, can you have a balance point between the two? Yeah, you can, but it will dilute the brand and it dilutes what you stand for because people like, yeah, I sort of stand against this and I sort of stand for that, but it's not polarizing enough to make people want to be part of a community. So like if you think about a sports team, if I support the Chicago Bulls in the NBA, 
that means that I don't support all the other teams. I just support that team, which then means it creates a polarity. That polarity means people stand there in the crowd and they say, I like Chicago Bulls and I don't like the other team. So that's how you create a very strong brand. Now, what we stand for, what I realized many, many years ago is that I stand for growth. I stand for achievement. I stand for success. That's why our community is called the Driven Mofos, because I wanted to get rid of all the tie kickers and all the sloppy people who do personal development that are all ultra spiritual, that don't really stand for anything, that don't really stand against anything. They all want peace, happiness, but at the same time, they're not doing anything in life because they don't really have any charge or any purpose that they're trying to drive for. So I filtered them out of our audience because I found that our events were getting a bit too fluffy. And so I wanted to bring it back to what I really created it for, which was helping people who are driven, people who want to achieve more. What I did was Jess and I sat down and we wrote down what our brand stood for. And then we had to write down what it stands against. So what we stand against is mediocrity. If someone wants to be mediocre, that's fine. Just don't fucking hang around me. Don't come to my events. Don't do anything near me because I'm repulsed by the idea of mediocrity, especially in this day and age in this country. If someone's like, oh man, I just want to cruise through life and I want to be average, I'm like, get the fuck away from me, you're toxic. Like, I don't want you anywhere near me. Whereas I like being surrounded with people that are like, you know what? I want to grow by 10 million bucks this year. I'm like, let's fucking do this. How can I help? Someone who's like, I want to go live a cool life and I want to do cool shit. I'm like, I'm with you. So I like being around those types of people and that's our community. That's why if you come to our Thrive Time event or Business Odyssey, they're all full of people that are growing. Now, at Thrive Time, the cool thing is you might have someone who's hit rock bottom who wants to grow sitting next to someone that's worth 50 or $100 million. You just don't know. Sometimes you'll be sitting next to a professional athlete and you don't even know it. You just start talking to them like they're normal. You know, it was really, really cool at our last Thrive Time. We've got a, a professional MMA fighter who came along who is, I think, one fight away now from breaking into the UFC or getting UFC contract. So he's pushing really, really hard to get that contract. You know, he was sitting next to people that didn't even know. And they're like, oh, he's a really nice guy. And I said, do you know he's a professional MMA fighter that is trying to break into the UFC? And they're like, wow, he just didn't seem like it. He's so like friendly and nice. And that's the cool thing. That's what I love about our community is it's driven people. It doesn't matter whether that someone's driven to be a better mum or a better dad or driven financially or driven in business or driven to have better health, they still have the same mindset. They have the mindset that they want to be better, that they want to improve, that they want to grow, and that they want to be around people that are growing. So because of that, our repulsion is mediocrity. And you'll hear me push that a lot on social media. I take the piss out of people that are mediocre. Like I don't have time for people that are average. If someone's like, you know, I just want to do a little bit better in life, probably not my person. If someone wants to come along and they're like, you know what, I want to do a lot better. I know that I can achieve more. I know that I can make more money. I know I can be a better parent. I know I need a better mindset. I know I've got some self-destructive patterns and behaviors and I know I need to break them. I'm your guy. So you need to know what you stand for and you need to know what you need to stand against in order to create a great brand. Once you've got that, then you can start to build a community by reinforcing those principles. You know, and you'll hear me on coaching calls. So if you're part of Dominate, like our Dominate program, where I do weekly coaching calls in there, or you're part of Business Growth Odyssey or any of my personal coaching, my personal business coaching, you're part of our Sunday night business calls. When you're part of that, you'll hear me hammer that into people. Like someone will sit there and they're like, oh, you know, I just sort of, I don't really know what I want to do. That's my like go time. 
because my goal is I have to get them to figure out either they want to step up or they got to get out of the community. Like if you just want to cruise, you're not our people. I'll give you money back, go. But what I find is that that never happens because the people in the community want to get pushed hard and they want to grow. But at the same time, they just need a bit of accountability or they need a bit of clarity. So it's one of those things they're normally letting their standards slip. So because of that, all of my frameworks in my teaching are all based around people that want to achieve, people that want to grow, people that want to be more successful, people that want to better themselves and are prepared to put in the work. That's how I build out all of our products, all of our programs. Everything is based around that. Now, because of that, you organically then grow a community of people that like that. So the cool thing is, is like if I go to, let's say, an event like Business Odyssey, that is a 12-month growth mastermind where you know that you're going to be in it for 12 months. I tell most people that it's really a 24-month program. Because most people, in 12 months, you can get a lot of growth really, really quick. But in order to put in the good frameworks in a business, in order to grow into a place where you can have good leadership skills, good management skills, right people, all that, normally takes about 24 months. So the majority of people who do Business Growth Odyssey, they normally join for a year, but they end up staying for two, three, or four years. Because by the time they're putting in all the systems, the processes, and the infrastructure, they're building out a high-level business that will keep scaling. And then they've got all the tools, all the resources and shit to keep growing. That's how we built our community and the brand. So the brand comes first. You've got to know what you stand for. You've got to know what you stand against. But then after that, you start building the community around those principles, around the same ideas, the same thoughts. I mean, it's hard if you're trying to people please everybody. Now, big corporate businesses do that these days. Politicians do it these days. But the problem is that they're very, I don't know, these days, very rarely does a politician or a leader in business stand for something and stand against something else. The majority of them just follow the crowd because they're pathetic. They don't know how to lead people. And that's also why it's so easy right now to win in business, to win in life, and to achieve great things because most people have settled for mediocrity. They're afraid of what other people think. They're afraid of judgment, all of those things. And because of that, they can't have something that they stand against and something that they stand for so rigidly and so solid. That's why I think more and more people are attracted to people like Dana White, people like Joe Rogan, a lot of the people out there that are podcasters on neutral platforms where they're not getting taken down or judged and criticized for having certain opinions and beliefs. Now, obviously, there's the odd crazy cat out there that's fucking crazy. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about people who stand for something, but stand also against something else. And a lot of them, they're speaking about things like free speech, like Dana White is brilliant. He says, we don't restrict any of our fighters. Anything that they want to vocalize, they can. Like if people want to stand for certain rights, they can, but they have to deal with the consequences that come with that. And so Dana White always gets pulled into these conversations in press conferences. Now he's the head of the UFC where people say, well, this fighter said these things. What do you have to say about that? And he says, I don't give a fuck what they say. You know, they're here to fight. They're essentially doing their job. What they say outside of that is their opinion. It's their view. It's not my view. It's their opinion. And so because of that, he's becoming really well known as a great leader who can let people have different voices and different opinions and stand for different things. But that's why the UFC is a global company, a global brand. Now, if he has to, if someone's too crazy, he'll step in, he'll say something. But at the same time, he understands that people have to have a voice. They have to stand for things. They have to stand against things. They have to be able to say what they want to say. And they have to be able to make mistakes based on the things that they do. And if not, there is no accountability. There's no responsibility because everyone's just neutralized. 
Hey Driven Mofos, if you ever want to have the video version of this podcast, which usually has more effects, visuals, graphs, and helps you to retain more of the information that I share, then check out my YouTube channel. I also share bonus in-depth training behind the scenes from some of our live events, plus interviews from some of the country's most successful people. So if you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, then check it out via the link in the description of the podcast. Remember to subscribe to get the latest stuff. And unfortunately, that's the society we live in these days, is that Unfortunately, the people who have certain opinions and certain judgments can say things, but people outside of that are not allowed to. And that's part of the problem. And it always happens. There's the right agenda and there's the left agenda. There's a liberal agenda. And, you know, then there's communist and, you know, we have socialist and we have capitalist. Different people have different opinions. But the problem is, is that if certain people are silenced, then you can't create groups of people and you can't create a brand around it. You can't have different views. You can't have different perspectives. And that's what makes society so colorful, I believe anyway. Maybe I'm wrong, but I believe that that's what makes society so colorful. Everyone in my community has different views and different opinions. But what we do know is that together we come together because we don't want to be average. We don't want to be mediocre. And so we pull tight in the idea of achieving, being more successful, creating greater results, living a great life. Like I think that's something that's amazing about our community. You know, I'm the first person who normally gets a message from someone when they do something cool. When someone books a holiday, which is their dream holiday, someone sends me a message in the community and goes, check this out. I'm taking the family away and we're doing all this cool shit. Like my family's always wanted to go to Disney. And now we're taking them to Disney World or Disneyland. We're flying business class with the kids, all of this stuff. And they send it to me because they know that I'm proud of them because that's part of our community. And I support them in that. So many people have bought brand new cars, top of the range cars that they love. And I'm the first person who gets a message and people like, check out what I just bought. And they know that I'll be stoked for them because they're increasing their standards. They're doing the things that they want to do in life. They're breaking out of mediocrity. They're not buying a car because it's just a car and it gets them from point A to point B. They're buying something they love that they've been working hard for, that they're driven towards. Some people send me messages and they're like, hey, check out what I just bought for the kids. And it'll be something really, really cool. And that's what I love. I love seeing that in our community. We're a bunch of driven mofos that want to achieve, that want to do better in life and want to be more successful. That's our community. But the thing that we fight against is mediocrity, people who settle for average. And it's one of the most common things that people say in this community is how do you deal with people who criticize you and judge you for doing the things that you want to do? And I tell them, you're going to be judged by the average and the people who are mediocre when you step up because they're going to pull you down to their standards. That is completely normal. That's a normal fact of being part of this mojo community, right? Is that you're going to have average motherfuckers who have given up on their own dreams and their own goals who are going to judge you and criticize you for doing shit that is important to you, right? All the time I get people who send me messages and they're like, my family think that I'm being ripped off and scammed by what you do. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. I understand. The question is, are they crushing it in life? Because if they're not, of course they're going to think that way because it's something different. They don't know any different, right? It's understandable, but they're brokies or they don't get shit. That's cool. If you want their support, then you have to do what they understand and what they understand isn't working for them. So therefore, when you break out of it, you're not going to get their support until you get the results. I had the same thing happen in my life. When I started doing personal development, all of my friends and family criticized me. Then when I started achieving great things, they would just go, I always knew you'd be successful. No, you didn't. You didn't. You did not believe in me one bit. You thought that I was going to be ripped off and scammed. And now you see the results and you say, I always knew you'd get there because people don't like being wrong. Okay. And that's what happens. But at the same time now, I'm the one in my family who earns more than anybody else in my family. Why? 
because I did things that my family wouldn't do. And some of my cousins and shit now, they come to me and they're like, you know, I've had family members who asked me to use my cars and shit in weddings or, you know, they want to see some of the cool shit that I've done. Some of my family tell me how proud they are of me because of what I've achieved, which is really cool. But at the same time, a lot of them didn't understand why I was doing what I was doing. So don't expect that people around you who have settled will understand your drive and your ambition and your need to want to grow. That's part of the game. But if you settle and you go back and you make decisions that they want you to make, understand you're going to be in the same position that they're going to be in. That's just part of the game. So that's why I built this community. That's why I built the community that has a strong brand around it of people that are driven. You know, one of the first things that people say when they join Business Growth Odyssey is, fuck, it's amazing being part of a community of people who get it and people who support each other in business. You know, it's awesome having six plumbers or seven plumbers or however many plumbers that we have who are all part of our Business Growth Odyssey who support each other with work. They used to compete with each other. Now they're like, hey, bro, I can't do all this work. Here's some work for you. How are you doing at the moment? Well, I'm a bit slow. Here, man, take this job. They do that because they all support each other. They know that they're not competing against each other. They are building a brand in an industry and that brand in an industry, the industry is growing. So if you do a good job and you're helping each other out, then the industry grows as a whole. And now plumbers don't get a bad name or tradies don't get a bad name because the good ones keep growing and they raise the standard and the shit people fall out of the industry. Right, if you think about it, every industry has about 80% of people in that industry that are just shit. In the coaching industry, I deal with it every week. Someone's like, oh, I know a coach. And I'm like, cool. I know someone who dresses up as fucking Santa Claus. That's cool. What do you mean by that? Right, I know someone who drives a car. Doesn't mean that the car's sick. It just means that they drive a car. They're not even comparable. Most industries, 80% of people in the industry aren't comparable to the top 10 or 20%. They're just not because they don't have the same drive and the same ambition. Top leaders in an industry should be pushing hard and working together to push out all the shit from the industry. That's really what it comes down to. So that's how I built a good brand. That's how I built a great community. And really, I love this community. You know, if you've been part of this and you've been listening to the podcast, I find it wild every week to go and look at my statistics of people who listen to the podcast. I find it awesome that my team send my statistics on social media and I see it growing every week. I find it cool to see the statistics in our bank account where more money keeps coming in because I know that people keep spending more money with us because they keep getting more value, right? And this should be a driver of people in business. Instead of driving for money and going, shit, we need to make more money, see the money and be appreciative of it and go, fuck, these are all people who believe in me. These are all people who understand what I do and they see the value in what I do, especially repeat customers, like the majority of people who come and do my events do multiple events, which means that we're doing a great job and adding a lot of value. Okay, same as referrals. If you're getting referrals, it means you're doing a great job. Be super grateful for that because you have a wicked community of people. You want to keep that super tight. It's hard to do that though when you don't understand why you do what you do because you'll have good people in the community, shit people in the community, you'll have good customers and shitty customers and it just creates this clusterfuck where you don't actually know the difference between a good customer and a crappy customer and you'll be stressed out all the time and frustrated and you won't see it. I very rarely these days have to do with shitty customers. I get a lot of shitty leads, that's for sure. Like we have a lot of people coming through and going, oh man, I want to do something. And then I drop the price on them. They're like, oh man, that's expensive. And I'm like, that's all right. Go spend the money on alcohol. Bye. It is what it is. So I get those leads through. But the cool thing is, is that they don't enter into the community. So I don't see our community as taking too much value or causing too many problems. I don't ever see that because our community is wicked and it's super tight. But I built that community by making sure that I filter people before they get into the community. 
And that's why our communities are super tight. Like Jace, I know you asked me this question, but you'll know this because you're part of that community as well. And I know that's why you're asking me the question about building a strong community around a brand. I realized this years ago when our social media was growing, but I didn't want to have millions of followers if those millions of followers, number one, weren't going to buy. And number two, weren't going to be part of the actual community. I would rather have less followers and have people who are going to eventually invest or buy in our products and services. So I would rather have 10,000 people who consistently buy our products and services and refer other good people to what we do than have a million followers of people who just sit there because I'm shaking my booty ass or showing my boobs every day. Not that I have boobs. And if, if you think I have boobs, I will take it because I got a good set of man cans, not torpedo tits, but good pecs on me. But my point is that I would rather have that than a million followers who just sit there on social media watching me because I just do dumb shit. You know, if I wanted to build a massive following, if I just created a page with girls who show their boobs, girls who show their bums, or dude with six pack, or just people doing stupid shit, it gets a massive following. The problem is that you don't build a proper business and you don't build a proper brand. I know a guy who has about 3 million people on his TikTok account. That guy does stupid, funny slapstick videos, but he can't monetize it. I make more money most weeks than what he makes in a year off of social media. And that's because I have a very tight message. I know what I sell. I know the people that I want to talk to. I know the people that I'm communicating with. I'm not just trying to do shit to get attention on social media. To be honest, I do care about social media because it brings the right people in. But at the same time, it takes up a lot of time, and a lot of energy as well. Now, it's great for traffic growth, but it also takes that time. You know, there's benefits and there's drawback, but I'd just rather have a tight community of people who want to spend money and who see value in what I do and that I value those people than have a whole bunch of people who don't value me that are just there for the entertainment and they're never going to buy a product or a service because they don't believe in me enough. That's really what it comes down to. So anyway, Jace, I hope that answers your questions. For everyone else, hope you got some value out of this. Actually, I know you got value out of this. What am I saying hope for? I know you got value out of this. Keep driving hard. Keep your standards high. Remember, sharing is caring. Please share this podcast with other people. Go check out the brand new michaelmojo.com website as well. There's a whole bunch of stuff on there. Go check out what we've got. Go have a sus. It's that time of year as well where you probably want to grow better yourself for next year. Go check out the website and see what we've got. But anyway, have a great day. Keep kicking goals. Keep crushing results. I'll see you on the next episode.